Well, we were, we were just sort of talking in the cafe, uh, just to kick things off. We were talking about how both of you in the 80s, you know, first got into music. Um, and I wonder if we could just sort of start with that, like what it was like um, being a woman, joining a band or, you know, what sort of influences did you have? Were there any role models um, in Australia, uh, Melbourne or uh, in Germany? And maybe if we can just sort of chat a little bit about that. Penny, do you want to maybe start? <laughs> Sorry. Am I talking into this? Yeah, um, uh, you're talking into that and I'm recording. Alright, my addiction started my entire way accident. It wasn't really an intention of mine. Um, that was because a friend who is here, Bruce Butler, bought me a guitar for a birthday present. At first I wasn't really sure what to do with it. And it sat in my bedroom for quite some time. How old were You, um, you, Matilde? Yes, I played uh, piano since I was 10 years old, and um, in the 80s, uh, many friends of mine were musicians, and I decided to start to make music myself with a band, uh, and I played the, the little Casio. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think one of some of, of you knows it, and I began to sing, but I, I didn't sing. German, but in English. Oh. But most of the, the, the bands in the subculture in the, in the 80s began to sing in this German language. So you then sort of switched to German at some point? No. No? no. no. <laughs> oh, you went against the trend of the time, did you? By singing in... No, you sang in... In English. In English. Because, in oh. yes. you know, the bands in this exhibition... Mainly, well, almost all sing in German, right? Yes, yes. 
Yeah. But I, I didn't live in Berlin. I lived in Munich. Yeah. And the Munich bands didn't sing in German, except ah, except FSK. It's a band from Munich. Yeah, yeah. They have a singer, and she sings in, in German, but not always in German. Sometimes she sings. She sang in, in English. So when you formed a band, uh, Matilda. What you know? What were your your other models? I mean, what other you know forebooter were there that you were thinking? Okay, you know, I've got to look like this, or I've got to you know, I can follow in the footsteps of this particular musician. Yep. It was a mixture of. You didn't play that, yeah, yeah. But you have And you were singing as well as playing singing. the keyboard, the Casio. Yes. Yeah. So, Penny, what sort of. So, Joni Mitchell, but then there were. So, if you're going into rock guitar, um, were there any other sort of, as you were starting to play, any other influences around that you started to see a whole lot of other? Female musicians in Melbourne, <laughs> Australia. Drummers, maybe, than guitarists? Yeah, more drummers. drummers. Yeah. There was Lindy Morrison from Brisbane. From the go-betweens, yeah. Yeah. So you went to the, there's sort of like this hierarchy of instruments and you just went for the top and you just thought, bugger it, you know, you know, I'm going to go. And, and did you find resistance from actually like men who 
like friends that you wanted to play with and they said, no, 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 no let me play the guitar or, or you play rhythm or did you find that actually sort of an interpersonal level that the people you're playing with actually muscled in and wanted to play those instruments and give you special parts? Um, I found that the people in my immediate circle were very supportive. Um, in my taxis, the singer was always a tillet, and he did a lot to help me with my music and used to give me um, guitar lessons. He couldn't actually play a guitar, but he pretended. treated women in bands or, or I mean there were a lot of them I mean, you know that you know there was the good old good and the malaria and then I mean there were lots of singers in Ideal um, had singers um, and then there's the Turi right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes but compared uh, to the that they sang or maybe, you know, yes. maybe keyboard, like, like you know, um, Annette Humpe in EDR plays keyboard, plays but the men, the blokes, play the guitars, the bass and the, and the lead. And yeah. Annette Humpe was a singer too. And that's right, she was a singer too, yeah. Mainly she was a singer. But, but so malaria was completely different, right? Malaria, yes. yeah. And they played, what sort of instruments? They played everything, didn't they? They changed. They changed. Yes, but they never sing a tune. That's right, because they play keyboard and 
Guitar? Should I play guitar? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember when I was in, in Germany in the 80s, like, Malara was sort of like the feminist, you know, it was sort of like the feminist pin-up band, if you like, because they were, I mean, I think they were fairly feminist. Do you, do you think the women in, in rock music or, or subcultural music, alternative music, were inspired by feminism? I mean, how many of them were sort of feminists? Because it's interesting, like, the whole history of feminism is a little bit different in each of, in Australia, in Germany, like, some people like to use the word, some people don't. <laughs> um, yes, but I think in Germany, only in the Yeah, but do you think they were feministen? Waren die irgendwie no. von der Frauenbewegung beeinflusst? No. Really? So. You don't think so? Some, some singer, like Nina Hagen. Yeah. But Nina, I don't think so. Nina is a famous singer. No. I think you know Nina Hagen. Not Nina. Oh, Nina. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's the Luftballons. Yes. Yeah, everyone knows it. Yeah. That's not some culture. No, that was sort of pretty cool pop. Her, 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 composition, the composition of the verses are made from men. For what? For menlichen music composer. Oh, okay, they were composed by men. Yeah. Yeah, Penny, what do you think? I mean, I know, do you think feminism, I mean, yeah, were they sort of Branded a feminist, some of them, or struck, you know, well, overtly uh, feminist, sub, subconsciously. I think it would be different for different musicians, Um, she was telling me about the times when she started playing as a 
So you reckon there was a bit of discrimination in the, you know, subtle discrimination in the way you, you might be offered a, to, as a support band yeah. to support a sort of a male-dominated band or, yeah. yeah, and it's really hard to argue with that sort of thing because, you know. Yeah, because it's not a bird. No. Well, it's something that now really, it's, I don't know, it's really hard to learn to play. It's um, uh, something that I mean, like, you know, it's great. Australian music sort of really um, came out of the pub rock scene. You know, it was huge in the 80s. There were venues, you know, just everywhere. Yeah. But pubs in Australia just always been really male sort of dominated spaces, you know. And there was a time when the front bar, women weren't supposed to go and drink in the front bar. They could go into the lounge bar or, yeah. or you know, I mean, this is go back a bit, but, you know, where the women stayed in the car. The, you know, the guy went and got the beer and brought it out to his wife in the car. So, you know, there weren't really places that women felt all that comfortable in. So I can imagine, you know, I mean, obviously you, you could get gigs in the 80s, as, as you say, but, I mean, you know, I don't know how it would have been having an only female band trying to, you know, ring up the pubs and say, you know, can I have... I, I want a gig, you know. It, I think it was a bit easier if a woman was in a band and there was a man front man who would do it and that's sort of how we used to do it and yeah. but yeah and then you know they obviously liked having women play but or singing but yeah I mean so the impression that we have is that Germany was different and 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 and, and maybe because music just didn't have its roots so much in the pub rock scene um but there were different types of venues for playing in Germany, clubs or, you know, can you maybe tell us a little bit about the different sort of places that you play? Yes, in Germany in the 80s. Yeah, 80s, yeah. Um, in the 80s there were many uh, important places uh, and clubs yeah. where the scene, the subculture scene, yeah, yeah. Can I say, yep. uh, meet together and they played um, 
with a band and then come another musician on the stage, another musician on the stage, and it turned around. Can, can I say? Um, so you sort of, you changed the order or something? Yeah, they, or there was the, no... The, the, the musicians changed the oh, they... musicians in the band. Oh, they played different instruments. Yeah, you mentioned that the other night. That's... That's bizarre. Sorry, that's really but I interesting. Think it's, it's important for the female musicians in the nineties, yeah. in the eighties, there were uh, um, female musicians like Mood and Malaria and, and um, uh, from FSK, the singer from FSK, Michaela Melian. She's, an she's artist playing guitar too. there, yes. actually. Yeah. And many female musicians were artists too in the eighties. Um, as in, I, th I think about uh, the most important uh, painter were men. Yes, see the pattern. Well, the, uh, they called uh, young wives. Yes, was yes. A, a, an art. Sort of the, the new expression, young expressionists. Yeah. Zimmer, like this uh, yep. painting. But the, that, the, the most artists. of them were men. Yeah, there was. There were very few. There was one in the East, Cornelia Schleimer, for instance, who was sort of an East German, and then yes, yes, sub sub yeah, sub I know of one, but I don't yes. know of any that many in the West. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were playing. You're saying these artists were playing in the bands, and and um, yes, and, and the female musicians in the 19th, there are more, much more female musicians than in the 80s. Okay. Okay. So it's sort of a good. Uh, Sort of beginning. A beginning, a good springboard, so yes. they're inspired yes. by people like Good on Good and, yes. and, and a whole range of the others. But some of the female um, singers like Annette Rumpe, yeah. Annette Rumpe from EDR, yes, yeah. now they are famous, they are famous, but Good on Good, she, she's really subculture. So she stayed doing similar sort of music or what's she doing now? What's happened to her? Uh, she she makes electronic music and uh, some, I think she's in Sydney next year. She oh, plays wow. in Sydney. Yes. Is she? The exhibition goes to Sydney and I okay. think she plays there. But the most female uh, musicians from the 80s don't play now. They, they, they stopped. Stop. Yes, they stopped. Stop Why? Is it good? Good and good. She's playing. Yes, she's playing. But all the others, I don't know what they are doing now. Why do you think they stopped? Did they? Yeah. Well, I can't speak about Germany so much, but in Australia, some of them get married. Okay, alright. Oh, <laughs> I forgot it's about that. But I also think there's another syndrome um, which is that women don't necessarily get the same have the same support structures around them as the men. I know a number of men who have women who support them, pay their bills, work as their manager, blah blah blah. I don't know
Not anymore. Uh, Perhaps later. <laughs> oh, not now. No, I have no time because I'm working at the Goethe Institute and I, I created the exhibition and it takes very much time for me to yes. do this. And, um, yeah. But Penny, you, you you tour and you've got a full-time job or you've got a job part-time, part-time, so you can devote the rest of your time to. Your music, and then you still you tour. Yep. And you've been, have you been to you've been to Europe recently? Um, I've been operating as a solo artist who hooks up with musicians in different countries. Okay. So last year, last October, I recorded an album with the Japanese psychedelic rock musicians. Oh. Wow. I went to Tokyo and recorded an album. I've also toured Europe with a rhythm section from Paris um, and I go in on a reverse and we go off on tour and I've also toured in America and Canada with a psychedelic rock band from Montana. Oh my god. So um, that gives me freedom and it's quite practical too because if I go and look up with these people in these countries it's not like trying to drag a band around, which is, can be financially prohibitive. So I go there myself. I send them the music in advance with the chord charts, and, and then I and then I meet them and we rehearse and we go on tour. So far, no disasters. No disasters. Yeah. So you don't need, you know. <laughs> it's a risk. Do you take? So you take your instrument. You take your guitar. Yeah. And my pedals. And your pedals. And your pedals. Yeah. How many pedals like have you? It's like in the 80s. Yeah. What, what do you mean by that? You, you just play guitar and, other, and play with other musicians um, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I couldn't have probably done that in the 80s. I would have been too 
you'd have been yeah. to, yeah. Now I've been doing this a long time, I've got see all this stuff. I'm going, getting out of here. Can I ask how many pedals you have? Sorry? How many pedals you have? I'm not that many. Oh. You've got, you got a good one. From my shop, which someone gave me as a gift. I was playing in a ranch house in Montana. And the person who owned the house also had a recording studio there. He came up to me after the gig and said, I really think you need this. <laughs> and it was an old Russian big mum pedal, which are in fact very rare now. And I have a um, Bowles Blues Driver, a Wawa. Favorite instrument? Or are you you still playing, the, doing the piano, and and you're writing most of your songs, aren't you? Yes. 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 And I, I have CDs of them. I, uh, I'm recording CDs. Yeah. Recording yet. CDs now. Yes. Wow. And how many other people in the band? Uh, we have a drummer. We have a, a somebody on the computer to make the electronics. Yep. The keyboard and a, a guitarist, and that's that's okay. That's. But, but I have one question to you. Yeah. Okay. Did you know uh, this band's here in, in the exhibition? Uh, I didn't know about you. I didn't know the other bands. Um, but I don't know the Malaria. So my interest in this era came through listening to Malaria um, because, that, as I said before, Yeah. 
And she, you said she was coming. Uh, yes, next I year. think so. In, in okay. Next not year. Not confirmed. Not confirmed. Okay. Is there anybody? But she told me. Okay. That she comes to. I don't know. Anybody got a question that you'd like to throw? At? Yeah. Uh, Go I for it. I speak about the microphone. You can. No, it's are you? Oh. I think it's better. It probably is better. It's probably yeah. easier. It's probably now you um, tell us. Guten Tag. Ich heiße Juliana. Ich bin aus Kanada. Um, I, I'm from, actually, originally from England, um, but I just arrived in Melbourne from Montreal, Canada. I'm a visual artist and uh, I make sound. I'm a sound artist. And uh, there's a lot of things I heard today, and I just um, wanted to say that um, I grew up uh, during the same time as you girls, uh, but in New York City. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, And London, of course. I came out of the punk scene. And um, all of what was going on in Berlin was actually politically, socially, culturally, this was a revolution, sort of what was happening as a backlash, what was happening in Europe at the time. I think it's very important to mention those things because if you are making art or you're creating music, you have to be very understanding of the environment around you. And um, as a feminist, or as a, at that time, or a riot girl, that's what we called ourselves in New York, um, you know, it was our job actually to empower ourselves to make uh, a sort of stamp uh, in terms of what we did. And we didn't give a flying fuck about men, you know, that was, it wasn't about that, it was really actually having our own message and taking back uh, our own identity as women and, um, and also uh, taking a stand about what was going on around us at the time. It was, uh, it was a very revolutionary time to, uh, to um, and I think if you were part of a community, um, and I grew up uh, in New York City, um, it was exciting, it was very exciting, it was exciting in Berlin to be a part of that. Yes. And um, I think what was, I'm a good friend of Jochen uh, Arbeit uh, from Einstein's uh, Neubauten. Uh, he invited me here actually and I met uh, okay. and, uh, Gabrielle. <laughs> so um, I'm very new to Melbourne and I think this was a really nice starting point to be here today uh, and, uh, and be at the gallery and see the exhibition. I was at the opening. But I just wanted to say that it's really important to mention what was going on at the time. Um, yes, because yes. Uh, here, you know, being an artist, I'm, right now I'm doing my PhD actually at the University of Melbourne for the next four years. So theoretically speaking, there's a lot to talk about um, in terms of um, what it meant for artists at the time. And I think everybody who's in this exhibition um, actually uh, came out of a scene in Germany that had a lot to do with um, spectacle, theater. There were many interdisciplinary ways of using um, theater and spectacle and using sound, mm. um, repositioning you know, the idea of traditional uh, playing on yes. you know, mm. traditional instruments and trying to create something new. Um, I think, uh, you know, if you, if you think about it, it was, it was a really productive time for everyone. Yes. Um, nowadays, uh, you know, we don't talk about 
feminism because uh, mm. gender, uh, what is gender nowadays? You know, it's not about feminism, it's not about post-feminism anymore, it's just what it means to be a woman. Okay, and that could be anybody. Yeah. So, um, mm. sorry, I just thought I'd just But I think it is especially mm -hmm. important to talk about like the role of role models, female role models, like back in those days, and today, for example, I, I realized that um, back in those days it was more about realizing that women could, could do the same Sorry. as men. There was no, no difference, yeah, there was no, there was really, it was about gender equality. Whereas today, well, maybe it's just my impression, but I think that women go a little bit backwards, like with an oversexed. Um, She's still going um, strong. There's a lot of, you know, uh, good bands. I just went to see Banks in Toyland. Yeah. They're in their 50s and they're still playing. So yeah. um, it depends on what your taste is and what your interests are in music. And what and style. style. What you style, know, yeah. yeah. If you look around too, the style and the culture of uh, just the way people dress, that was a statement. It still is a statement. I'm very proud of all my tattoos. Uh, and I'm a professor teaching in university. I don't let those things affect me. I am who I am. And um, I try not to be part of the mainstream. I mean, that's the idea, isn't it? That's why you do what you do. Yes, and, and the intention to make such an exhibition, it is 30 years ago, the 80s, but I think it's important to show it. But some people said, why do you bring them into a museum? You understand? But I think the museums today are not, uh, 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 not spaces, not spaces to, to look to the, the pictures or, or such things, but to have uh, interactive uh, yeah, spaces. Yeah, sort of dynamic yes. spaces, yes. yeah. And I think to discuss such things like we today, it's important. Yeah. It's important in Germany too for the young, young women and, and young boys. Mm. Well, it's historically it's important to pass yes. that on. Yes. Mm. Sure. There's, a, there's a question over here, yeah. Yeah, good question. They were political, I think, at the beginning. But in the middle of the 80s, the, it changed because uh, the um, the big uh, yeah the big record big companies. record companies catched the idea of of it's called neue deutsche yeah. Welle new uh, German, uh, German waves. yes ways and then it was only commercial music and and the texts are, the lyrics are not important yeah. I think yeah, you're a bit I, I harsh I on that, actually. I think the lyrics still continue but not, to be fairly not, playful and fun. And, and, yes, it and was fun. But it still you, could you be asked fun me if it was political. I but still think they changed. were making political statements. I don't know. Oh, but but I don't, it changed in the middle of the 80s. But I don't think the bands actually changed themselves all that much. 
I mean, I don't know. We had this discussion before about Ideal. I mean, I, I was into Ideal about 81 or two, and I thought they were pretty... I mean, it was, it was alternative pop. It certainly was pop, you know, sort of electronic pop. But do you know the, the lyrics now? They do now? No. Uh -huh. it, it's yeah. not I mean, politically aged. I thought they were quite very, very ironic, very parodic, very playful. Um, you know, I mean, but not I thought now. it was great pop, <laughs> very good <laughs> pop. But I suppose it's what you like. But yeah, I mean, I think they're yes, names. but it's not a subculture. Yes, it's it's pop. It's okay, but it's, yeah, it's, it's not, not a subculture yeah. with, with political statements. There's a question at the back there. No way. No way. No way. No Berlin in the 80s, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Has it got yes? How is it for? Well, you're a solo artist. That's pretty amazing. Mm. So that's sort of <laughs> you're, or are you one of the few? Um, do you feel like it is has become easy, or is it just through persistence? I, I think it's, it's become easier through persistence mm. because you can't be ignored when you've been playing for a long time. Um, and seven the last. in relation to myself, how people do business with me. In general, I've tried to gravitate my, my business outside of Australia. I think I have been treated better in Europe and Japan and even America than I've been treated here. Oh God. And some of it's just small little things like we were discussing before, for instance, I had a label here from Spain, Bank Records. When they come out to Australia to meet with musicians at the pub, I would always get invited. But in Australia, that doesn't always happen. As a woman, often you're excluded from those activities still. So you can't do the networking, you can't find out the information, you can't meet that certain person. I've also been in a room with other musicians, and there's been a very successful musician from America there. And all the men have been introduced mm. to that musician, but not me. So if I'm not introduced, even though I'm probably more established than some of the other men in that room. So when you're not introduced to that musician, you can't give him your CD or tell him about your win, because you're like um, someone's girlfriend or something. That's right. So there's still those attitudes that I see. I don't think anyone's actually doing it intentionally to put me down or anything. I think it's just people's subconscious, oh, there's an important musician, let's introduce you to the male guitarist <laughs> because they're more important and they need to meet this guy. It's not necessarily, oh, stuff the women, I don't care about her playing guitar. It's not that attitude, it's more that maybe it's just, they don't even think about it. No. Because that's just what gets, that's just what happens. I can mostly say that also happened to me, well, I'm not a musician also, but I, there is some sort of, uh, yeah, that being sidelined. Yeah, 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 sidelined. And um, I live here now for a few years, but I'm still, when that happens to me, I'm still a bit surprised because yeah. because it did not happen to that extent in Europe to me. It's, yeah. I, I would really say that there is, especially when you are a group of, when you are as a woman surrounded by men, mm -hmm. that it's like, it, it is as if you wouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Entsetzlich. Europe, as you said, is a 
really sad yeah um, I, I guess the question would be for me is what you think the word subversive means for you because nowadays because subversive if we're in post-feminist post-post-feminist I mean well, I know it's because, <laughs> you know if you're an artist um, it's already a very political thing to sell to think that you're going to sell yourself out you know, I mean, everybody, of course, has to have put a roof over your head. But most artists that I know, um, we work two or three jobs just to be able to be able to do or make our art. I mean, that's been mm. known since uh, for all of these bands. Everybody mm. went to art school. Mm. Everybody met everybody in art school. Everybody started something in mm. art school and then left art school mm. because they became disillusioned with the system. Again, a lot of what um, artists do is um, we try to stay away from the institutions, actually. We try to do our own thing, and that's the whole idea. It's not only about getting paid, it's also about, again, you know, making, taking a stand used to that. And I think it's even harder nowadays, actually, than it was mm. um, before. Um, but at, at the same time, the message is still the same. Subversive for me is about mobilizing, rallying, and bringing people together to hear sound to actually create a community. Because a lot of people are thinking the same way you are. They're just not, they're disillusioned with society. And um, it's a way for us to translate how we're feeling, how young people are feeling. And I'm still doing the same thing. I'm 57 years old. And I never think about the money first, it's the art that comes mm. first, it's the creative act that is the most important for me. Mm. So, yeah. Here, here, yes. here, here. <laughs> yes. I have a question to you. Um, uh, do you think in the 80s um, the music we, we have here in, in the exhibition was the same like in, in New York? No, it was a different uh, kind of music, isn't it? Um, I think the message was the same. I think yes. the influences probably socially and historically because of the Berlin Wall, uh, because of the, the coming down, the and, um, that was all leading up to, to that historical day. So, um, you know, there were different things that were going on in Berlin. Mm -hmm. However, the way that it was translated through the music was pretty much the same message, mm -hmm. of course. Sounds well. Yeah. Uh, if you if you were in, in England, of course, um, it was very very much about um, going against um, the monarchy, right? Going against what was going on in England at the time. There was no high unemployment. This was the, all of these maladies really were the same everywhere. It was it was not so much in Australia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
fashion and probably the fashion mm -hmm. and the culture on the surface was more of Somebody told me that when they were in England in about 